My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are in the middle of a short series on mastering the basics. A couple of episodes ago, we talked about what I think are the four areas of your life that everybody should be trying to master so that we're mastering the basics and then optimizing for everything else. Just to recall, those four things are first, sleep, second, diet, third, exercise, and finally, putting first things first. On the last episode, we talked about sleep and why it is so important and necessary for our lives. Today, we're going to talk about diet. Now, this episode also happens to be coming out at a very opportune time, not planned, in which the gym, Industrial Athletics, that I run is also getting ready to start, or by the time this episode is released, is in the middle of the 800-gram challenge. In case you haven't heard, the 800-gram challenge is a challenge in which individuals are challenged to eat 800 grams of fruits and vegetables each day for a one-month period, right? Um, So what I also want to cover in this episode is we're not going to talk about the 800-gram challenge, but I want to talk about how to start to structure and take control and master the rest of our diet in our lives. The 800-gram challenge is a great way to start, but... For those who aren't in the challenge, um, I also want to talk about just how to start to take control of your diet. Generally speaking, one of the reasons that we want to take control of our diet is to either lose or control our weight. The majority of the people that I have um, talking to me about diet are doing so because they want to lose weight. Most people who are happy with their weight don't come to me to talk about their diet. And most people who want to gain weight typically know how to do so and don't come talk to me about their diet. So just on a side note, there are three ways to start to reduce your weight, all right, or effectively burn fat in your body. One is by controlling your caloric intake. Generally speaking, and this is a big generalization, Eating less food is going to reduce your weight, right? That's a big generalization. Technically, under the rules of thermodynamics, if you eat more calories than your body needs, you will store fat. And if you eat less calories than your body needs, you will burn fat. But that is a pretty big generalization. But bottom line is, eat less food, you're going to reduce your weight. The second way to reduce or control your weight is to put on lean muscle mass. Lift weights, build muscle mass, More muscle means you're burning more energy even just to move on a daily basis, not just in exercising. The third way is to increase your 
respirations or breathe heavier and faster. If you increase your activity over a prolonged period of time in a way that increases your respirations, that is going to burn more energy, burn more calories, burn more fat. You're going to lose and control your weight a lot better. So it's kind of on a side note, but something to understand. Now, something else that I want you to understand and just keep in the back of the brain during the entire time that we're talking in this episode is your energy levels are impacted almost entirely by the diet that you consume. Yes, you need sleep in order to have energy, but if you eat a crappy diet, you're going to have crappy energy. If you eat a good diet, you are going to have good energy. So starting with that in mind, I want you to just think about that. What you eat is what your body gets to consume. All right. Moving from there, by the end of this episode, I want you to have a picture of what your diet should be like. And I want you to have steps in order to start to implement that diet into your life, in order to master your own diet. As we go through these steps, right, you might find that there is a point in the step in which you are completely content. And you can stop there. This is by no means an episode about counting macros. Right? That is going to be the last step and the one that the least number of people, whether I work with or who are listening to this episode, are ever going to do. Right? The other thing that I don't want you to, to make any assumptions about this episode is I'm not prescribing any particular kind of diet. I'm not saying that you should go paleo or zone or counting macros or vegetarian or vegan. It doesn't matter to me what it is that you're eating. I will talk about eating different things, right? Sort of making some different assumptions about what it is that you're eating, but it is entirely up to you. And the general principles that we are going to talk about is going to apply to any kind of diet that you eat. So first, or I guess, I don't know what step I'm on now, but let's talk about general principles of your diets. There are three general principles that every diet needs to prescribe to. First, the food that you consume needs to be all natural food. Second, you need to eat at least three, but not more than five times in a day. And third, you eat until you are full, but not stuffed. Any diet that you prescribe to should fall into those three principles. Even if you're doing intermittent fasting, even if you go the majority of your day without eating because of your intermittent fasting, you still need to fit in three basic meals within your area or window of eating. So principle number one, eat all natural food, all right? It's surprising to me how many people don't really know what all natural food is, all right? And they're going to say things like, I bought this prepackaged chicken breast from the supermarket. That's all natural food. No, it's not. If somebody else prepared the food and all you have to do is reheat it, it's not really all natural food, all right? It's not coming to you in the way in which it was either killed or picked, or it's not coming to you without a whole lot of processing, Okay, somebody else took the time to fill that thing with sodium, cook it in a bunch of fat, put a bunch of liquid into it so that it didn't dehydrate, all right? 
put a whole bunch of seasoning with it, stuck it, cooked it, put it in a package, and then made you buy it. That's processing. It doesn't have to be a Pop-Tart in order to be processed foods. Another thing that I find with a lot of people I talk to about their diet is that everybody thinks they're eating a lot healthier than they probably are. Right? So another thing that I hope you walk away from this episode understanding is that your diet is probably not as healthy as it is, and there's only certain things you can do in order to figure out exactly how healthy your diet is. And the primary way to do that is to start to record your diet. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in this episode. But first principle, eat all natural foods, fruits, vegetables, all right? Lean meats if you're a meat eater, all natural foods in the way in which it was picked or killed, etc. You're preparing it, all natural foods. Eat at least three, but not five times a day. Your diet controls a lot of the hormones in your body, not just your energy levels. Your blood sugar content is going to have a big impact in your life throughout the day. People with low blood sugar are often lethargic. They can't pay attention. They're irritable. You're not going to retain as much information. You're not going to be as focused or as motivated. So you need to spread out your meals so that you're eating three consistent meals throughout the day so that your body always has something to process. On another general principle, protein tells your body to burn things, carbs tell your body to store things, fat has a neutral response. Okay, so that's a basic hormonal response to what it is that you're eating. And, sorry, let me back up for a moment. When we talk about macros, we are talking about proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Pretty much everything you eat is going to fall into one of those three categories. Proteins, if you're a meat eater, is something that ran, swam, or flew during its life. If you want to say it a little bit more morbid, it's something that had a soul during its life. Um, Carbohydrates are going to be things that grew and were picked or dug up. And fats are generally oils, nuts, avocados, things that are slick when you hold on to them. All right. So that's what we're talking about when we talk about uh, macros. All right, so we got eat all natural foods at least three, not more than five times a day. And you need to be eating until you are full, but not stuffed. There are a number of different ways that we can um, design our environment in which we are eating in order to give our bodies an opportunity to tell us that we are full, but not stuffed. First, is to start to eliminate the things that are distracting you from what it is that you're eating. In other words, don't eat with your phone in your hand. Don't eat in front of your computer. Don't eat watching TV. Don't eat on the couch. Don't eat at work, at your desk. Right? These are all different things that are going to cause distractions so that you're not actually paying attention to what it is that you are eating. I'm guilty of this beyond belief. I'm constantly doing something while I'm eating. And the only excuse or argument that I have in my favor, whether it is legit or not, I'm happy to argue it, is that I am so portion controlled that it doesn't matter what I'm doing while I'm eating, what I brought to eat is all that I'm eating, okay? It's not like I'm going out to a restaurant and I'm hanging out with friends and getting distracted eating an entire plate of pasta. For lunch, I've got my salad, my protein shake, my apple, my banana, and my nuts, and when those are consumed, I'm done. All right, so it doesn't really matter what I'm doing while I'm eating. 
Those are what I know I need to eat for lunch. So when I eat those, I'm it. Okay, that's it. Another way in order to to tell that you're getting full but not stuffed is to slow down your eating. They say it takes about 20 minutes for your body to know that it is full. So it takes about 20 minutes for your stomach to tell your brain to stop eating it's had enough food. If you sit down at a meal and start stuffing your face, 20 minutes later, you're going to realize that you're too full and that you ate too much food. So maybe put your fork down in between bites. Chew slower. Take a drink of water in between bites. Right? Slow down so that your body has an opportunity to tell you or tell your brain that you're full. Once we have those three basic principles, then we can start into my five steps for controlling your diet. But you have to have those three basic principles. The first step in taking control of your diet is develop consistency. We've talked about consistency being the name of the game. You can see it through everything that we talk about as well as your diet. Consistency is essentially those three principles. On a daily basis, you are eating all natural foods, three but not more than five times a day, and you're eating until you're full but not stuffed. It sometimes amazes me how much time I will spend with a client just getting the diet consistent. But it is important that you get the diet consistent before you move on to anything else. So many people want to jump into asking, well, how much should I eat? And what else should I be eating? And should I be eating this? And should I be eating that? And should I be eating grass-fed beefs versus other beefs that I can buy? And how many different macros should I be eating? What are my ratios and portions? And I just have to tell them to slow down. We are not there yet. I can't tell you how much to eat until you are eating on a regular, consistent basis. It doesn't matter if you should be consuming 120 grams of protein a day. If you aren't consistently eating enough protein per day to get there, if you're not even eating consistently any protein per day, then it doesn't matter how much you should be eating. You first have to make sure that you're eating it. So consistency is number one. Only once we have that consistent diet can we start to move on to step number two, which is simply clean it up. This is where we step into the aggregation of marginal gains. Clean up your diet. And once it's clean, clean it up a little bit more. And once that's cleaned up a little bit more, clean it up a little bit more. Right? How many different areas of your diet can you remove something and put in something more healthy? For example, perhaps where we start is that you're eating macaroni and cheese. Okay. So we at least have you eating not really all natural food, but at least you're eating something. You're eating three days or three times a day. All right. You're not still stuffing yourself, but we got to clean up that macaroni and cheese. So we take out that macaroni and cheese and we put in some kind of potatoes, but you're not quite ready yet to cook your own potatoes. So now you start buying packaged potatoes. It's at least a little bit better than macaroni and cheese, but it's still something processed as processed that is coming pre-packaged that you're just heating up and eating what somebody else has already prepared. So we need to clean that up. Once that becomes consistent, then we can start to take out those pre-packaged potatoes and we start to move in potatoes that you are cooking and preparing by yourself. Another example would be 
On a regular consistent basis, we need to be getting protein, so you choose that your protein source is going to be chicken nuggets. And you've bought these chicken nuggets at the store in the package. Okay, I will give you that you're at least getting some protein. But we got to clean it up. So we start to take those chicken nuggets out, and you start to move in pre-frozen chicken breasts. Right? They're pre-seasoned, probably chocked full of sodium, not the best. We start to move those out, and we start to move in the all-natural chicken breast that you're buying raw and cooking and preparing on your own. Once we are at a stage where you're happy with the cleanliness of your diet, some people are going to stop here, and that's okay. If you're happy with the way that you feel, if you're happy with your weight, if you're happy with your performance in the gym or at work, and all you've done is cleaned up your diet and you don't feel full and you don't feel like you're too heavy or whatever, then great, stop there and continue doing what it is that you're doing. For those who want to move on and start to look at portions of what they're eating, now we can start to do some rough portion controlling. To do rough portion controlling, we're basically going to use our hand. Right? It's mobile and it goes everywhere with you. So whether you're eating at home, eating at the office, eating out, going out to eat, whatever it is, your hand is always with you, and you can use your hands in order to start some basic portion control. It's not going to require weighing and measuring everything that you're eating, so it's not super complicated, nor are we really too concerned about how many grams that you're eating because your grams are going to sort of level themselves out as you're using your hand. Um, I learned this concept a number of years ago, and then when I got my precision nutrition certification um, last spring, winter, spring, um, they sort of modified it a little bit, and ever since then I've been, I've been using their hand portion. But the idea is this. Everything you eat is broken down into protein, fats, and carbohydrates. And then we take those carbohydrates and we break them down into two subcategories. One is vegetables, the other is everything else. So we have one category of vegetables and then a category of your fruits, your starches, your grains, rices, those sorts of things. All right. So the hand portions are as follows. A fist size is about the size of your protein source. A handful is about the size of your vegetable source. A cupped hand is about the size of your fruits and other carbohydrate source. And your thumb length is about the size of your fat source. So once we take these proportions, we can start to look at males versus females and how much you're eating during the day. And all you need to do is use your hand in, start, in order to start measuring the amount of food that you're eating. So for an average male, we're looking at around six of each one of those portions in an entire day. So if you're eating three times a day, you're looking at each meal, you're going to have two fists sizes of protein, two handfuls of vegetables, two cupped hands sizes of fruits and other carbohydrates, and two thumb sizes of fat. If you're an average female, you're looking at about four to five portions per day, okay? Maybe a little bit less depending on your size. Then if we want to gain weight, we do things like add another cupped handful of um, carbohydrates to a meal or 
add another thumb worth of fat to your meal. If we're looking to gain muscle, we keep everything else the same and we add another fist of protein throughout the day. If we want to lose weight, then we start to take some of that stuff away. So instead of having six cupped hands of carbohydrates throughout the day, maybe we make it four or five. Right? Sorry, I was talking for male there, not for female, for males. Um, same thing with females, we're just adjusting those numbers a little bit. Anyway, once again, this is where most people stop in the control of their diet. Most people, and that's also where Precision Nutrition says most people stop is in the hand portions. That's usually good for most people. However, we still have two steps to my sort of steps, five steps of taking control of your diet. So for the people who want to go further, we move into actual macro counting, right? This is where we take and figure out how many calories we want to eat for the day. Then we figure out what proportion ratio that needs to come from carbohydrates versus what's coming from proteins versus what's coming from fat. And we're literally weighing and measuring everything that um, we eat. Right, so you're measuring the exact number of, of grams of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, um, and then you figure out that that equals the number of calories you want. Generally speaking, we start macro counting with the general ratio of 40% carbohydrates, 30 fat, and 30 protein. And we work with people until they can get into a 40-30-30 split. That means 40% of their calories come from carbs, 30% comes from fat, and 30% comes from protein. And now that becomes all carbohydrates. We're no longer separating out um, like vegetables and from everything else. It's all carbohydrates. The final step is to then take those ratios and start to adjust them for specific fitness goals. So in other words, if somebody is happy with their uh, personal image or the way that they're looking based on their diet, but they want to increase their muscle, then we might increase the ratio of protein and decrease the ratio of carbohydrates. Or if somebody wants to train for a marathon and we're really not too concerned about muscle mass, we may increase the carbohydrates and decrease the protein a little bit. Right? But that stuff gets super specific and takes a lot of trial and error. Regardless of which step you are in, you need to start back at step number one if you're going to follow this in order to gain control and start to master the basics of your diet. Once again, I meet with a lot of people about their diet, and I've met with a lot of people who are currently trying to do some kind of weighing and measuring of their macros. Even with those clients, I force them to go back and show me consistency. We look at how we can clean it up. <clears throat> then we might just have them do some basic portion controlling with their hands and then move them back into actual weighing and measuring. Few people can stay at actual weighing and measuring for a prolonged period of time, and there is some science out there that says that you don't want to stay at weighing and measuring for a long period of time because there are certain things by which you are depriving your body of. Regardless of the step where you are or where you need to go back to start, whatever it is, I highly recommend that you start to record your diet. This doesn't have to be anything specific, 
but in order to get a good picture of your diet so that we don't walk into the hole that we talked about at the beginning of the episode in which majority of people overestimate the cleanliness of their diet, the only way to truly get that picture is to start to write down what it is that you're eating. I'm not asking you to write down the portions or anything. Just start recording it. If it passes your lips and it is not water, you write it down. Yes, we need to track water, but that's an entirely other topic, right? All we're concerned about right now are the macros that you're eating, proteins, fats, carbohydrates. Start writing it down. You may very quickly notice when you write it down that, oh, I don't eat as much as I thought I ate, or I thought I ate dinner on a regular basis, but really it generally consists of cereal, or I really eat a whole lot of pizza, right? These are some of the things that I've heard over the years when people just start writing down what it is that you're eating, because then it's right in front of you. Unless you're lying to yourself and not writing it down, it's right in front of you. All right, so start to apply some of these principles and steps into your own diet, especially if you're looking to take control of your diet or you need to modify it a little bit, start to use some of this stuff, right? This is how you take control and master the basics of your diet. We're going to end with a quote that I thought was kind of comical when I was preparing this episode. It's from Mark Twain. And he says, quote, the only way to keep your health is to eat what you don't want, drink what you don't like, and do what you'd rather not, end quote. Thanks, Mr. Twain. And thank you guys for listening. If you've got any questions about dieting, which I wouldn't be surprised if you've got a bunch, send them to me. I'd be happy to do an entire episode just answering dietary questions. Um, But I hope these steps and the three general principles of eat clean three to five times a day until you're full, not stuffed, can help improve your diet. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll talk to you soon.